Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Meta Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Meyer, and it feels good to be back. So I apologize, a little longer break uh, than anticipated. Life got a little busy and fell behind, and before you know it, two weeks have gone by without an episode. Orly, welcome to the chat. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that we are live on Twitch uh, for our podcast. So whenever we are doing these live, you're able to interact, ask me questions, and keep the dialogue going for these episodes. So I'm really excited about that. Hope you choose to uh, partake. So Orly, welcome uh, to the Twitch chat. So today we're going to be talking about two main topics, and that is SPMM, hot topic. Not sure I want to stick my foot in that fire, but we're going to go for it. And then also the unfortunate benching of Oboe in Counter-Strike. So the young prodigy for complexity uh, deciding to go back to the States, leaving Europe unexpectedly, and taking the bench. And if we got some time, we might even talk about some Counter-Strike match fixing. can't believe I'm saying Counter-Strike match fixing. You would have thought that would have been done whole Brax and high by power situation but here we are yet again people fleeing to another esport the game they're going to be fine so diving right in let's talk spmm and i'm going to be completely honest i am about four weeks into my obsession with call of duty so i am not your call of duty expert but i feel like i understand esports i understand the concept i've i've competed in fps first person shooter games enough to know you need some sort of skilled base matchmaking. So it seems to be a, quite a division. You have extremely talented players who don't think SPMM needs to be in place. And then you have less skilled players who really need skill-based matchmaking. Here's a few thoughts I have on this. We have the and we have the 99%. 1% of people become professionals. 1% of people play at an extremely high level. We have 99%, I'll even give you a bargain here, 98% of players who compete at a lower level, who are on the grind, are motivated players, some extremely casual, some who aspire and have a dream (laughs) to allow professional players to just jump into those games, completely roast and fry these kids night in, night out, and do some fancy editing, put it up on YouTube. My gosh, you dropped 40 and then make tons of money off of it. As some kid goes to bed, upset, can't sleep. It just, I understand the flip side, you know, be good, try, get better. Some people don't have that ability. I mean, we got, we got people that play video games with flat out disabilities. We have people who play casually with their friends and have zero aspirations to get to a high level. But yeah, we have these pros that just want to make content and continue to get bigger and make money off of this. It's just, I just struggle with it. 
I can't believe that the community is struggling so much with it. I didn't realize it was such a hot topic every year that a COD comes out. And I had, just gonna pull up here real quick. So we had a tweet from Scump, who obviously is extremely notorious in the COD world from Seth uh, Huntsman. And his tweet was, SBMM does not belong in Call of Duty. There should be a ranked playlist for people to sweat in. I'm not trying to play scuff-wielding, game, game-field-chuggling demons with SZN season in their PSN on Miami TDB, TDM, excuse me. Also to the newbies that are going to cry about this tweet, hold this choppy gunny. Here's the deal, man. You're pro. In order to get to pro, you were and are the scuff-wielding, game-field-chuggling demon. Okay, you you are that person, so I don't know why you continue to sit here and call these so-called group of people out when that is what you are. Shyhar King, how you doing, man? Welcome to the Twitch chat. And so it just it really it frustrates me. I really hope uh, Call of Duty gets this under control. Not so much necessarily for uh, Cold War. I think it's something that needs to be worked out for the future. I think it needs to be permanent. Coming from the Counter-Strike world, I feel like they have it figured out. It's not that hard. What's going on, Lay J? How you doing, my man? So, you have competitive matchmaking, and then you have casual gameplay. I, maybe there's something I'm just not understanding with the Call of Duty, and please... Feel free to send me an email, uh, message me on Twitter. You can follow my handle at chadmeyer underscore, or you can uh, send me an email at chadmeyerbusiness at gmail.com. Please give me some insight on this. I'd like to do a follow-up episode on it because I feel like this is a topic that needs to be elaborated on. Please push back. Give me a different perspective. Please help me with something maybe I'm missing um, on this uh, topic. So... Ooh, Lejay got a new basketball hoop. That's awesome. All right, so moving into Counter-Strike. Hey, Miller, how you doing, man? That's what Scump wants. Risky Miller's in the chat. Thanks for joining us, bud. I appreciate it. So that is what he wants. He wants ranked and then casual where there's no SBMM. So help me understand what does... What does the do 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 should be ranked playlist for people to sweat? And so is that the competitive? And then I don't know where the casual comes in this tweet, but moving forward on this one, more elaboration to come on that. Let's talk about uh, breaking news. So I thought it was a little weird. Hit Twitter uh, this morning that CEO Jason Lake, uh, the CEO of Complexity, wanted to have an emergency stream and explain uh, news about the team. And it actually really took me off guard, but then when I thought about it, it was actually not as surprising. So 17-year-old uh, Oboe has been playing on complexity for well over a year and doing quite well for himself, uh, has decided to actually bench himself and head back to America. And for a while there, I seriously lost focus that Oboe, has been um, essentially stuck in Europe playing in ESL uh, and other tournaments uh, through the pandemic. 
through the COVID situation and he spent stuck from his family and friends at the age of 17 playing competitive Counter-Strike. I give this kid a lot of credit. Of course, Twitter is just flaming this kid. Twitter trolls is 17 years old. Shut the hell up. Dust off the Dorito, dust off your armchairs. Whipping warriors on the keyboard. The kid's 17 years old. I would be scared out of my mind being stuck in a country away from my family during a pandemic. Grow the hell up. This kid has given complexity everything he has. I give a lot of props CEO. Uh, Jason Lake uh, had shared in his stream and definitely in the press article on hltv.org that he is going to help Obo the best he can to get him placed with another NA team. Um, I think Ovo has been a prominent player for NA. Uh, of course, the rumor mill uh, right away went to uh, potential Cloud9. Um, I seriously think Ovo could handle being a Tier 1 uh, player on Cloud9. I mean, I look at complexity right now as, quite frankly, much more um, higher level than, than Cloud9 at the moment. So as they, as they create that... Uh, Colossus, uh, Obo might be a part of that. We'll have to see how it plays out. I mean, I do also like how Jason Lake is very transparent. He did say that buyout prices for players right now are astronomical. Um, and you know, they're going to have to look at how that uh, all plays out on, unfortunately, the financial side of the business. But I'm really proud of Obo. I think he's doing a huge decision for his family i think he's doing a huge decision for himself i mean they are they're rolling right now complexity is playing the best counter-strike i have seen complexity play since i started following the um the pro scene so uh props to him he made a big decision for himself and his family and he literally called the team uh in the airport um and and told his team like um it's probably essentially homesick i mean i don't have the exact dialogue of the phone call but i'm i'm <laughs> jumping on a plane and I'm going home so that must have been hard for the team but I know Jason Lake uh, takes a great care of that team and he is going to get that spot uh, filled with someone uh, doing well and then our last topic of the night I just wanted to kind of touch base on uh, CSGO scene with match fixing um, it's just it's frustrating Current current state of affairs, and uh, we don't have all the information uh, at this time. But uh, rumored that a lot of MDL players uh, over the past two years, um, I think underneath the table, uh, didn't feel like they were being compensated enough for the MDL play and that level of competition. Um, so they got themselves caught up in some match fixing, and I think that they felt they were safe. Uh, and then a lot of these players seem to have migrated over to Valorant uh, twofold. Valorant was a great opportunity for them to get to that tier one level. And then secondly, I think they felt if they made that change, their past is behind them, we're safe. We can move with a fresh slate and move forward. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, folks, your demons always follow you. You can quit that job and run to a different job just because you stole at the last job. Doesn't mean you're not in trouble when you get to the next job. Things follow you. You may get away with it for a while. The process always works itself out. Will get in trouble. And I'm just, I'm very disappointed. And, you know, Brax had a, 
had a really good tweet the other day and I'm kind of scrolling through Twitter here. I'm hoping I can find it. What a powerful statement by Brax. So as we know, Brax uh, was caught up in that I buy power uh, situation with match fixing. So he had a permanent life ban from any uh, Valve uh, majors uh, in Counter-Strike. So of course he's made that jump to Valorant, um, but really has grown up. He's been a staple or hey, I own it. I screwed up. It sucks. I don't think it should be a life ban, but I respect it. And his tweet uh, read, how can people look at my story and think throwing a match is a good idea? Please don't ruin your future career for temporary self-gain. Kids, I am never going to be a professional. I'm never going to be pro. I have zero desire to cheat. I have zero desire to throw a match, even though I would never be able to play in a match that would be gambled upon because it wouldn't be important enough. Brax is right. Like, slow down. Ask yourself, is it worth cheating? This stuff will ruin your life. We have Jarvis from FaZe, who still and will continue to live with that huge mistake that he can't take back. Yes, it was meant as a joke. Yes, it was meant as a YouTube highlight clip and showing kids like what cheating looks like. It doesn't matter if you cheat, you're done. And there's so many talented kids out there that don't realize they're ruining their career. You can't get that back. So please, before you consider doing it, think of Brax. Think of this match-fixing uh, allegations that are going to come out. It's simply just not worth it. So with that, that's going to wrap up our, our episode. I just want to thank everyone that joined us on the Twitch channel and uh, joined us in the Twitch chat. Um, this is something that's starting slow. Uh, this is something I hope to pick up momentum. Hope we can get more interaction in the in the Twitch chat in the future. I'd like it to become more of a collabor collaborative podcast. Uh, if you're ever interested in being a guest on the uh, podcast, please DM me on Twitter. Again, that's at Chad Meyer underscore. That's M E Y E R underscore. And uh, also feel free to email me at Chad Meyer Business at Gmail. That's Chad Meyer M E Y E R Business at Gmail. I'll get back to you. Uh, immediately, I'm always looking for people. I don't care necessarily what your background is. Uh, esports is very rounded. Lots of esports out there. Lots of topics to be to be had, and a lot of uh, educational and fun dialogue uh, to have. So please feel free to reach out. I'd love to have you as a guest on the show. Secondly, I just would like to appreciate everyone that subscribed to the podcast, especially on Apple iTunes. Uh, thank you so much for the the follows, the subscriptions. Uh, on YouTube and also supporting that. So all these episodes will be posted up on all your major podcasts, We're talking Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify mainly. And also, of course, these episodes will also be up on YouTube. So I do appreciate for the subscribes also on YouTube. And with that, we are all done. Take care of yourself and have a good night. Perfect, Mel. I was a little worried about it. It's hard. You could do a whole show and have issues, so I appreciate it, man. Ugh. It's been a while since I did one of these.